This downtown sports rant is being brought to you ad-free by Digital Market Battles, the marketing agency that helps your business fill their pipeline with high-valued leads. They will meet your conversion goal no matter what. Just head on over to digitalmarketbattles.com to schedule a discovery call today. Jonathan Perriente, the Beast of the East, I'm here with you. Hope everybody had a very happy holiday, Merry Christmas, and a very happy New Year. And what a good way to kick off eventually 2022. And how about we dive into the playoffs, NFL, We're through week 16. Two more weeks are left. And we have some playoff spots that are still up for grabs in the AFC. Before we dive into those teams, let's go to the playoff spot that was clinched in the AFC. In fact, it was not just a spot, the division. Congratulations once again to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, it's a really incredible story if you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan and you watch the way this team has continued to dominate in the AFC West and just how they've dominated in the league overall over the past eight weeks. It, it's really incredible. Kansas City has won eight games in a row. They went through a spell during that winning streak where they were not scoring consistently as they normally do. They had to squeak out a couple of 13-7 games. They had to win a, a sloppy 21-16 game over the Giants. The Chiefs had to survive during a kind of the rougher stretch of their season when they were still winning and they just were not scoring offensively. Mahomes was struggling with turnovers. He wasn't accurate with the football for a little while. But over the last couple of weeks, the real Patrick Mahomes has finally arrived. The Patrick Mahomes that everybody was waiting for to be that leader of this offense that he is. And he did. He beat the Chargers on Thursday Night Football the previous week. And on Week 16, he laid a trouncing on the Pittsburgh Steelers, 36-10. Patrick Mahomes threw for 258 yards and threw three touchdowns. And thus, here we are once again. The Kansas City Chiefs are 11-4. and And they look like they're going to be the team teams will fear and possibly will have to go through on the road to the Super Bowl. And while the Chiefs were struggling on offense over those previous five weeks, their defense under Steve Spagnuolo picked it up. They started shutting down opponents. They started commit forcing takeaways and turnovers, kind of what the Chiefs used to do the past couple of years. And now, with Patrick Mahomes getting his game back into gear, and the offense around him proliferating as they always do, I have no doubt Kansas City is going to be a team that nobody's going to want to see as we get toward the end of the season and head toward the playoffs. The Chiefs, if they keep up the stretch that they're on, they can virtually lock up the number one seed and get home field plus a first round bye. Only the one seed will get the first round bye this year. Let's see if they can keep that up. Let's see if they can win out their final couple of games. They have the Bengals coming up, and then the Broncos. Both of them will be on the road. Let's go to our second team. It's a team that's right on the verge of clinching a playoff spot and clinching their division as well. It's the Tennessee Titans. They're 10-5 and on the year, and they're just one game ahead in the AFC South. But all they need to do now is keep winning. 
the Titans can clinch the AFC South. If they win and they get a Colts loss, now, even if they lose to the Dolphins, the Titans can still clinch a playoff spot with a Patriots and Ravens loss, a Chargers and Patriots loss, or a Ravens and Chargers loss. So three more scenarios there that the Titans could clinch a spot even if they do not beat the Dolphins this coming Saturday. I'll tell you what, the Tennessee Titans, I'm kind of amazed they're still going to be a playoff team despite everything that happened to them. What do I mean by that? Well, I can oblige being a fantasy owner of, of this particular player. Go all the way back to week eight against the Colts, ironically enough. Titans lost their star running back, Derrick Henry. And you feared the moment Henry went down, the Titans season was going to be derailed. Ryan Tannehill was not going to be able to win by himself. I mean, the running backs Titans have are nowhere near to holding a candle of Derrick Henry. Guys like Jeremy McNichols, Dontrell Hilliard. These aren't your prototypical threatening running backs. But the Titans have found a way with their defense, getting a couple of clutch plays from Tannehill himself, not only just with his arm, but with his legs as well. And now with the return of A.J. Brown, suddenly the Titans are going to be getting a little stronger. And suddenly now, more importantly, while they lost Henry in Week 8, it didn't knock him out for the season. The Titans are getting Henry back towards the end of the regular season by around week 18. And then you'll have healthy Henry for the playoffs, and he can work his magic as he always has with his ability to brutalize defensive lines, carry for extra yards, and more importantly, tire out the opposition's defense. If Derrick Henry comes back for the Titans at this stretch of the season, the Titans are going to be a hard out. And we've seen the Titans pull up upsets in the playoffs over the past couple years. Maybe this could be one where the Titans can shock the world a little bit. Maybe go a little deeper than people thought they would. After all, Tennessee is the home of the Music City Miracle. Why can't history repeat itself again? Let's go to our next team that's on the verge of clinching a spot, continuing in the AFC. And it is. The Cincinnati Bengals. And boy, the Bengals got two very, very important victories over the past couple of weeks. They were kind of floating about a little bit. Folks were getting a little nervous about the Bengals. Uh, they, they, they started off hot. They were playing really well. And then they had a couple bad losses, including one to the Jets. And you started to wonder, the same old Bengals. They play well middle of the year, but when it comes into crunch time, when they have to win important games, they choke. Well, that was not the case with the Bengals this go-around. They needed to prove to the world they could beat one of the rivals in the AFC North in the Baltimore Ravens, and you had to take advantage of a depleted Ravens team that had no Lamar Jackson, that's had no running backs healthy. They've lost all their main running backs to injury, including J.K. Dobbins a defense that has been brutally plagued by injuries, plus, of course, COVID-19. 
And this was really the game where the Bengals could put the final nail in the Ravens and really establish and cement themselves atop the AFC North. And now they've taken themselves one step closer to doing that when Joe Burrow in Cincinnati had one of the great games for a Bengal, really going all the way back to Boomer Esiason. He threw for 525 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Completing 37 of 46 passes, and with a very prolific receiving core of T. Higgins and rookie Jamar Chase. And when Joe Mixon is healthy and he's running the ball as well as he does, the Bengals have a threatening offense, a deadly quarterback in Burrow when he's on. And you know what? Their defense is nothing to sleep at either. The Bengals have really done a tremendous job with building around Joe Burrow and now turning him into this quarterback that really people were waiting for why he was the number one pick back in 2020. And now you're starting to see the fruits of those labors beginning to pay off. And now you'll have to see, and we'll have to see. I, I really will be curious to see now what the Bengals are all about. They have a couple of very tough games to close out their season. In fact, one of them is going to be against Kansas City. I would like to see if they can hold their ground against Patrick Mahomes at home. Really, maybe a, if we can call it a preview playoff game. If they can actually defeat the Kansas City Chiefs, and in fact, that's going to be the scenario if the Bengals can clinch the AFC North. They need to beat the Chiefs, and the Steelers have to lose to the Cleveland Browns. That will assure the Bengals of clinching the AFC North. They will end the year against Cleveland. So if you're the Bengals, and I'm sure they want to do everything in their power to take home the AFC North this coming Sunday. It will be a tough challenge, but if we learned anything from watching this Bengals team over the last couple of weeks, they can hang with the big boys. They can play defense when they need to. If they don't score a lot, just ask the Broncos the previous week when the Bengals won 15-10. They've proven they can beat tough teams. This is going to be their biggest challenge, to lock up the AFC North. Let's see how the Bengals respond. Let's see if they can bring it home next week. On to our next team. Again, right on the verge of clinching, the Buffalo Bills. And you know how funny it was? Literally a few weeks ago, the Buffalo Bills were 7-3. and three. Looked like nobody was going to stop this team. They were riding high. And then they hit a brutal skid. Brutal. They lost four games in a row. So, so they started 7-2. and two. At one point, they looked like nobody was going to catch them. But then they took a bad losing skid, including a terrible loss to New England that was in Buffalo, a 14-10 game where Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. Heck, at one point, New England overtook them for the AFC East. The Bills also went on to lose a brutal game to Tampa Bay against Tom Brady the following week in overtime. And then a couple weeks before that, a terrible loss to Indy. So you started to wonder, the wheels were starting to come off for Buffalo. Josh Allen was making the old mistakes he made in his rookie year with turning over the ball. He was fumbling the ball. Buffalo's defense got depleted when they lost Tredavious White to an injury for the rest of the year. You had to wonder, was Buffalo going to choke like they've done in the past? 
Or were they finally going to rewrite history and take home the division that they have, well, started to now dominate for the last year and a half? Well, now Buffalo can assure themselves of locking up the AFC East. All they need to do is win. You lock up the AFC East if you're Buffalo, they win their next game against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, they can clinch a playoff spot as well if they win and a Ravens loss or the win and losses by the Raiders and Chargers. Basically, the Bills have about as perfect a chance of making the playoffs as anybody. 99% chance. And they have an 89% chance to take the AFC East. But yes, Buffalo will need to win out. New England is not going to go away quietly. But with their victory that they just picked up over New England this past week, where they blew Mac Jones away 33-21, Buffalo is going to be one step closer, and they will be, just like the Chiefs, a threat in the AFC that teams are not going to want to see. So beware of Buffalo, and I'm sure Buffalo would like some strong revenge against Patrick Mahomes after he beat them in the AFC Championship game last year. So let's see how Buffalo comes out. Let's see if they can bring home the AFC East. Now we go to the remaining three seeds that are in wildcard contention. So these are the four teams I mentioned that are leading their divisions right now. So now on to the wildcards. The Indianapolis Colts. Pretty incredible what the Colts have been able to do. And you know what? The Colts have really proven to a lot of people they can beat top teams. That's what they've done all year. They have beaten New England. They put up, they nearly beat Tampa Bay. They put up a fight to the very end with Tampa Bay. They've beaten Patrick Mahomes. They have beaten some of the top dogs in the AFC and in the NFC. And now, here the Colts are. They've been doing this all year with Jonathan Taylor who has literally been a wrecking machine at running back for this Colts offense. Carson Wentz, a lot of the pressure has been off of him. He doesn't have to throw for 300 yards a game anymore. The running game, making a couple of throws when you need to, and the Colts are able to win, and they have a very good defense led by Darius Leonard, their top linebacker, a very strong secondary, which has led the Colts to being one of the better pass defense teams in the league. They now can lock themselves up for at least a playoff spot. They're still in contention for that AFC South, but they're going to need to win out, and they're going to need losses from the Titans to assure of it. The Colts have a pretty easy remaining schedule to assure maybe they can challenge for that South. But the Colts can clinch a playoff spot at least with a win over the Raiders in Week 17. The Colts have won six of their last seven games. And if they keep up the way they're playing, they also could be one of the dark horses in the playoffs for a wildcard team with the running game that they have and the very strong defense that people should not underestimate. You have to give credit where it's due. Frank Reich has done a tremendous job coaching this team and really getting them into this position that they are right now. And you know what? Brighter things could be ahead for the Indianapolis Colts. Stay tuned. On to our sixth team, the New England Patriots at 9-6. And, and you know what? 
with a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones, everybody thought New England was not even going to have a chance. Once Brady left and they had to rebuild, get a new quarterback to be their future, people wondered if maybe was Mac Jones going to pan out. Well, under Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel, he has. Yes, he came off a couple of bad losses over the past two weeks, so we'll see if New England can bounce back. But now because Buffalo won that game against New England this past week, now with a one-game advantage in the tiebreaker, the Patriots no longer control their fate in winning that AFC East. While nobody will clinch if you're the Patriots right now in Week 17, the Bills have to still win out their final two games. But both these teams have very winnable schedules for the remainder of the year. <clears throat> New England has Jacksonville and Miami. The Patriots clinch a playoff spot if they win and the Raiders lose or the Dolphins lose. Any of those scenarios will give New England a playoff spot. Could they still challenge for the AFC East? Yes, but their odds of winning it are only 11%. And they're going to need a lot of help <clears throat> and hope Buffalo collapses to possibly have any chance. Now we go to our final team, and this is a team, ladies and gentlemen, that has had one of the most incredible turnarounds. The Miami Dolphins are in the number seven spot, the last playoff spot right now, to be that final wild card. They started off the year one and seven. If they make it to the playoffs, they would be the first team ever to start one and seven and get in. It's never happened before. A few teams made it close. Carolina Panthers were one team that started off terrible. They started one and seven with Jake DeLome at the helm. They went on a tear, ended up finishing the year eight and eight. The Dolphins picked up a huge victory against the Saints, winning 20 to three again with their great defense, which has really started to blossom over the past seven weeks. Jalen Waddell has emerged as their star wide receiver, the rookie. And ladies and gents, Tua has proven he can lead. Sitting behind Ryan Fitzpatrick really molded Tua to become a real quarterback. And you're starting to see everything beginning to come together. Brian Flores, you have to give him a lot of credit for how he turned this Dolphins team around after that rough start. Now, Miami still has work ahead of them. It's not over yet. And they have the hardest remaining schedule of all the playoff teams, other than the Bengals. They got to play Tennessee this coming week, followed by New England. If Miami wins their final two games, they get that playoff spot. Any loss during that final two games? could probably end their season. So if you're Miami, you have to keep winning now. There's no more margin for error. There's no more mistakes left. They have to win out their final two games if they're going to have any chance at clinching a playoff. So ladies and gentlemen, fasten your seatbelts. We're down to the final two weeks of the season. Playoff spots are still on the line, but I tell you this now, 
the majority of them will be locked up by next week. The Mouth of the South will have his rant coming when he discusses the NFC and what spots remain and who will still lock up some spots, Who what spots are still up for grabs in the NFC. You'll hear that and more from the Mouth of the South, John Schiavone. But for now, that's going to conclude this rant. You can listen to Downtown Sports on 16 different platforms. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, Podbay, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, Verbal, Castro.fm, and Stitcher. Rants, Digital Market Battle Specials, every Tuesday, Wednesday. We will have episodes now starting on Saturday and Sunday. New time. We are Downtown Sports, and we are where sports come home. Jonathan Perry into the Beast of East saying, Goodbye. Watch how I break through the scene.